0: It's a Dappa devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And
1: I'm Ian Brodsky.
0: And this is The Thing That Happened This Week, the show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So
1: please, keep your hands inside the podcast at all times.
0: Hey, Ian.
1: Hey, Claire.
0: How are you, babe?
1: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: I'm okay. I uh, am a dummy, and I just picked off a scab. Ooh, no. Oh, no. But other than that, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Perspective. Great. It's I love it. It's just
0: the sheer boredom of, like, well, this is something to do, and I'm doing it, and I know that I'm not supposed to be doing it, but I can't stop doing it.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I get that. Here's
0: Ugh. how it happened. I was walking Tell down me. the street- <laughs> I was walking down the street and I saw, I was on a social distance walk and I saw a woman with her dog coming toward me. So I went to step out of their way so that we could both have six feet distance. And when I stepped out of the way, I stepped around a tree that was wrapped in cobblestones, like the planter was Mm. wrapped in cobblestones. And I tripped on the cobblestones and fell forward and skinned my knee. Oh no. So that was a couple weeks ago and it has healed up except this one part that is just so itchy and I keep picking at it and I know it's going to turn into a scar and I just can't stop.
1: Can I tell you all day I've been just looking at this like kind of a scab that I formed as well. Like I, I don't know what it is with my shin specifically that like I can bump one just a little bit and then all of a sudden I have like a scar there like in like a a scab forms
0: yeah and like i know
1: exactly when i got this and i'm like that was really that bad like it's not like a it wasn't like a gaping wound or anything it's very minor but like did not expect any sort of like skin repair to be happening from it shows how much i know
0: yeah i feel that i mean I, i i think the shins particularly and like the elbows anything that's kind of just like the bone is right there at the front is where, right. you know, the bruising and the scrapes are always bound to happen. But gosh, right. if we're not pasty. I don't notice how white we are until I have a cut and it is, like, a real oh, gash. Yeah. yeah. Oof, what a then, nightmare. Like,
1: some of them you can, like, see years later. Like, yes. I saw like, a very tiny scar from, like, middle school that, like, I can still pinpoint on my hand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have I have all sorts of cuts and scrapes that have just you know even when i was a kid i would cut them open four or five times before they scarred but now oh, yeah. it's like one little nick and they're there for 10 years right yes <sighs> that's what being we in are your, in your 20s and 30s is about Ian.
1: is just getting scars left and right
0: scars yeah just scars that's that's what just it all is
1: the, yeah <laughs> yep it's just the scar era
0: it really is I mean, on that chipper note, should we go to the thing
1: that happened this week? You know, I think so.
0: You know what? It can't hurt. Anything is better than talking about scars.
1: It can't hurt. Oh, I thought you did that cleverly, like on purpose.
0: Oh, ooh. Let's pretend that I did. I did that on purpose, Ian. I'm a wordsmith. How
1: great. You are. You is a wordsmith.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's my lot in life, to be a wordsmith.
1: (laughs) It's uh, actually uh, your main source of income is just playing with words <laughs> and hoping for the best.
0: Oh, can you imagine if someone was like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I just, uh, I enjoy wordplay. And they're like, yeah. cool. So you're like a, a poet or a comic and you're like, An no, author. I'm just, a, I'm just a person.
1: I just play with words.
0: <laughs> I ju- trippingly on the tongue.
1: <laughs> yeah trippingly trippingly i'm
0: gonna start saying that that's my job i'm a wordsmith yes Clearmanship, wordsmith
1: uh that reminds me for some reason of a tweet that i saw i don't know why this like reminds me of it but um like someone who tweeted um like my favorite thing to do when i meet people who went to harvard is pretend i've never heard of it and then ask them if it's a small liberal arts college <laughs>
0: Oh my god
1: like that's fucking savage but i lost my mind laughing at that that
0: is so funny oh my gosh wow i need to start doing something like that what would be what is the what is the version of that for me like someone will be like man my favorite musical is wicked and i'd be like what's that about
1: right (laughs) or like if you meet or like if you meet someone who like is in phantom or something you're like i've never heard of that is that good (laughs)
0: oh i had a friend who saw that once yeah yeah it's uh it's it's pretty new huh
1: (laughs) right like that's that's like one of those rock musicals right like where every song is like by that band oh um what's oh u2 u2 every song is by u2 right
0: (laughs) can you imagine i mean i know there was a u2 musical in a little bit of of spider-man you know what i mean right by the edge but right. um but yeah wow U2 the musical what a nightmare right do you remember when U2 put their music like their album was automatically downloaded onto all of our phones it's
1: so funny that you mentioned that because the second you brought up U2 i immediately went to i got my phone replaced last week and the second i opened up like music for the first time on this phone the first thing that popped up was that fucking album no and it's like it's not in my library i thought i deleted it but like of course because like it's always in the cloud or whatever like it's like the first thing that shows up
0: <laughs> it's always in the cloud oh my uh, gosh. that's like the
1: that's like the great equalizer is like you two always like being the first fucking thing that shows up on your itunes
0: <laughs> oh my gosh we'll never get away from them
1: right (laughs) Irish ego
0: (laughs) rock forever
1: (laughs) exactly yep
0: I will say that the sweetest thing is a great song that is one of the only U2 songs that I'm like wow that song is so good
1: I do go back to still haven't found what I'm looking for that
0: one's good too
1: right maybe we don't hate U2
0: as much as we think we do
1: it's like it's more so like the construct of like we didn't ask for this, but here's a free U2 album. Like,
0: <laughs> and it wasn't like, even, like, the greatest hits. It was, like, an album no one cared about.
1: <laughs> right. It was just, like, an album.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Wow. We really just went down the rabbit hole on U2.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: I love it. I love it. I live for it, Ian.
1: Oh, man. It's the, uh... It's the great equalizer.
0: It really is. It's all, it's, it's the cloud. The cloud is going to tear us all down and rip us a new one. It's true.
1: Rain on us, if you will. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're back to wordplay. Oh, Uh,
0: so funny. Okay, well, now it's time for the thing that happened this week. (laughs) Let's do it. Cue the music.
1: All right, Claire Manship.
0: Yes, that is me. What is
1: the thing that happened this week?
0: This week, I went to meet a friend in the park, and on the way, I walked past a hospital for the first time during the pandemic. Mm. And it was wild. Okay, we are now 11 weeks into the pandemic. By the time this episode drops, it will be about 12 to 13 weeks from the beginning of the New York shutdown. And I hadn't seen a hospital that entire time because one, I keep it close to home. And two, why would I ever find an opportunity to be near a hospital right now? Right. And three, I'm immunocompromised, which like is kind of an afterthought because like those first two things should be the no brainers. And the third one is because of this other thing, I really shouldn't be there. But I happened to have to walk past the Columbia Presbyterian uh, Medical Center To get to this park. There's, like, really no way to avoid it unless I, like, went way out and around in a way that just wasn't conducive to getting there. Right. So I walked past the hospital. First thing you see when you're out there is there are so many people in scrubs sitting outside catching their breath.
1: Oh, yeah. It
0: is... I know it shouldn't have been a shock, but really, that was the first thing I saw, was people outside, on the phone, taking deep breaths. Um. It was, it was really jarring to see a number of people in scrubs just being outside to be outside. It um, feels like we
1: see it all the time on TV, but, like, nothing prepares you for seeing it in person. It feels like one of those kinds of things. Yes. Like, you know it's there, and, like, for us, we know it's, like, right in our backyards, but, like... To actually see it in person, like, I can't even, like, I can't even imagine, like, that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very jarring. Okay, the second thing that I noticed was in front of the hospital are two giant tents for COVID screening because they don't want you to come into the hospital if you have the virus and they think it's not an emergent case, they will send you home so you don't even have to cross the threshold into the building. Mm-hmm. And there weren't any lines outside as there have been in the past for the Corona testing. Um, because now the testing and the antibody testing and the plasma donation is available at so many other places other than hospitals now. Um, but the tents were there to screen people ahead of time. So that was good to see. Um, I, awesome. yeah, I crossed the street to, uh, be in front of the hospital. Cause that was where I had to turn left to go across to, uh, the park that I was headed toward. And then I started to see tons of people without masks.
1: Oh, God, no.
0: It was shocking. I mean, like, there are people traipsing around New York without masks, like, on the regular. And I can't police people. And, like, it's, it's a waste of my energy to try and do that. But the number of people I saw walking in front of... A hospital with no mask on. Walking
1: in front of a hospital.
0: Oh, just wait, Ian. It's going to piss you off. Go on. Some of them were cops. (sighs) Just standing around without a mask on or with the mask pulled down onto their chin. Just chatting with one another. Just standing literally directly next to one another on the corner of a hospital. Watching people just pass by, unsocially distanced, not saying anything. And then I turned the corner, I turned left toward the park. I was a few blocks away from the park. And there were groups of, you know, nurses and physicians assistants walking together, which obviously they don't need to remain social distanced because one, they're at their place of work, and two, they're all exposed to one another, but there were right. people on the sidewalk walking around them without social distancing. Around people in scrubs and masks moving between buildings. Uh, 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 guys. It was infuriating. At one point, I walked past the emergency room ambulance like cell where there's like an overhang kind of like... I mean, people who don't live in the city won't know what this looks like, but it's basically a loading dock that is under the edge of the building, so there's no exposure to the outside. The same as, like, um, post offices here, that that the loading dock is, like, up inside the building. And so I was walking down the sidewalk, and along one side of the ER is where ambulances are waiting to be dispatched, and there were, like, four cops all standing together without masks on, just chit-chatting in the ambulance bay.
1: God damn it. I,
0: I, I couldn't even... I couldn't even muster the energy to be angry. Because I was just so... Uh, it, it I, I don't even know what the word for it was. It was such a mix of emotions. And I just felt... I literally just couldn't stop thinking about the nurses walking by seeing all these people give them a hearty fuck you by not doing what they're supposed to be doing.
1: Oh yeah, that's it. That's that's exactly what it is. Like, come on.
0: It's just a big fuck you. It's just it's, it's like a big
1: fuck you. It
0: it was just it was so disheartening and like on the front of the hospital, I was like, "Wow, look at all of these healthcare people just catching their breath, having a moment, talking to their families on the phone." And then I turned the corner and it was full chaos and mayhem oh god and none of it none of it was for the benefit of patients. none of it it's
1: and it's so funny because like I went to Central Park like over the past week or so as um, we explained in the last podcast Um, but like and it's like Central Park was like plenty populated but everyone had masks like it, I, I can't believe, like, that Central Park was... feel Like, from what I'm hearing, it sounds so much better off than, like, the hospital.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I got to the park, I was going to J-Hood Park to meet my friend Samantha, and... We were, you know, sitting apart from one another in the middle of a field. And, like, yeah, there were more people trying to find spots in the shade. But even the people in the shade were sitting far apart from other people. At the hospital, no one gave a fuck. There were people going in and out of Five Guys, McDonald's, Starbucks, standing around on the pedestrian plaza. The cops were sitting together, leaning on the scaffolding. They were touching the scaffolding, chatting with one another with no masks on. Ugh. Or masks on that they just decided not to pull up over their mouth and nose.
1: Right. Uh,
0: it was infuriating. That's... So, I anyway. Oh, shit. This is not to police anybody because I'm not, you know, I'm not able to do that or I will literally make myself crazy. But all this is to say is that I, the the thing that happened to me this week was that I was just flabbergasted. I yeah, just,
1: like... We you you would think we all knew better by now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could I just I couldn't believe what I was seeing and just because people have decided the pandemic is over doesn't mean that the pandemic is over. It's not. Right. It's going to be with us for months and months and months, and we are about to have a second wave. Yesterday, seventy four New Yorkers died, which is completely you know, it's teeny tiny of a number compared to what they were before, but they were still 74 people.
1: That's 74 more people than should have died.
0: Yes, thank you. Right. (sighs) (sighs) So, anyway, that was my thing that happened this week. Kind of depressing, but I wanted to share it.
1: Well, thank you for sharing, and I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry that happened. Like, that's... Nothing good ever feels like... Yeah. Those weren't words, but, like, it... It never feels like there it never feels like there's anything good that comes from that from just like what looks like just stupidity in action,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it was making me crazy. I just you know I'm gonna stay here at home and and not visit with anyone, you know, unless <sighs> I can meet them in the park ten feet apart and and smile at them like I did with Samantha, that was nice,
1: oh. I'm glad you got to see your friend, though. That's like really great.
0: Yeah, it was good. I I I felt like you know the trip was worth it in the end. Good. Yeah.
1: That's what counts. <laughs> you you took a journey. You you had some road bumps, some uh, obstacles, and you came out better on the other side.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. Oof. Okay. Hero's well, journey. Hopefully, your thing that happened this week is happier, Ian.
1: It is. It's very small, but um. It, but it's fun.
0: Okay, well, I'm ready for it. So cue the music. music. Ian J. Brodsky. Present. What happened to you this week?
1: So, it's less my thing and more like the thing for, like, the friend group that happened was my friend got a car.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. So... I'm I'm walking to the hospital and I get like a group text from one of my friends um and like at first glance I thought um I thought it said like her parents came by to pack uh, her and her fiance up so they could move out of New York but um it turned out that it said uh, my parents picked us up for a few days so we were out of New York um but we're we're coming back uh we're coming back tomorrow with our first big adult purchase and then she sends us this a photo of this bright blue car with their dog in the backseat peering out the window. And we all lost our minds because now the group has wheels and we can go places once this shit is over. So we immediately start talking about, like, how we can take road trips and we can go back upstate and, like, go as, like, a group. And, like, one of the people, um, out of the group of us in that chat, one of them lives in Brooklyn. So we can all so we were all joking like oh man now we don't have an excuse not to go visit her um, <laughs> and we were all just like bullshitting with each other and like it's like it's so exciting like now like the group has wheels like there's so many like there's so many things we can do with that um <laughs> like we used to have a car and then like my friend's relationship ended um and the side that kept the friends is the side that lost the car so
0: oh, dang
1: yeah but now we have not like like we by no means have a group car like renee and sean have a car and like we can like plan stuff together but like the timing on this like if summer ends up being something that like we can actually go out like venture out of the city as like a small group and like go to a nice like spacious open park upstate like that sounds heavenly like or, like, if we need to, like, just move shit from point A to point B, like, that helps. So, yeah. That's
0: I love very it exciting. The, it is very exciting. I mean, I was going to say I love that the first thing that happened was everyone was happy for them and then everyone decided that it was also good for the rest of you.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, thankfully, like, she was, like, Renee was the first one to be like, yeah, let's, like, plan to go upstate sometime when this is all over. And I had to, like, prevent myself from being like, We have a car!
0: (laughs) We got a car! We got a car! We
1: got a car!
0: (laughs) Um, Amazing. That is your full-on greased lightning, that bright blue car. Oh, shit. Hey, you there?
1: Hey, yeah, I'm so sorry. I I accidentally pressed the N button instead of of swiping up.
0: You know what, listeners? Ian just tried to hang up on me. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. And Claire then, sees me for
1: what I truly am, which is a phone ghoster.
0: He really is. He's a phone ghoster. My cheek was pressed against my phone, and I started calling my mom inadvertently as soon as you hung up the phone. Oh, it all it all wow. happened so fast. Anyway, it did. <laughs> thus ended the first tangent. The First
1: tangent. <laughs> oh man, my bad. Um, but yeah, like then, like there's like just a series of gifts all back and forth. I think one of these is from a Britney Spears movie. One of them is like a Muppet thing um
0: from a britney and then spears the, like, movie do you mean crossroads
1: that's the only one right yep <laughs> <laughs> then i then yeah it's from crossroads that's it it's britney spears and two okay. other women in a car dancing
0: do you know who the two other women are nope one is zoe saldana
1: oh and the
0: third one is the one who um is on orange is the new black
1: uh taylor Schilling?
0: no no um one of the oh one of the down um South like girls.
1: pensatucky
0: yes pensatucky she plays pensatucky
1: okay oh oh i love her she's great
0: yes yes
1: but but i meant to like pull up this photo because i'm like like so i can like sort of like uh describe this for the people it's a it's a blue hyundai kona it's like metallic blue it is an suv like it looks so sleek and then their dog is just like Already peering out the window, like, trying to get that good air.
0: <laughs> trying to get that good good.
1: Try to get that good good, yep.
0: How do we feel yeah. about Hyundai, a Japanese company, using a Hawaiian word like Kona?
1: Honestly, I did not make that connection until just now.
0: I feel um, like it's weird. Like, I feel like that's really weird.
1: Uh, Hyundai has some weird... Like names for their cars, like a Hyundai Sonata.
0: The Sonata, yeah. What a weird like to. It's funny if you think about the names of cars. Each brand tries to define themselves by some kind of vibe, and it's like Dodge's right. is always like we're American, tough and manly. You know, the Dodge right. Charger, the Dodge Ram, and then you know, like, a like Jeep
1: Grand Cherokee,
0: the Jeep Grand Cherokee, exactly, and then you know there's there's a couple of companies that have like very general names like the Toyota Camry the Toyota um Corolla you know what I mean like just the RAV4
1: yeah yeah
0: exactly like just chill like normal (laughs) names that don't mean very much and sometimes they're constellations or like weather patterns or something right and then there's Hyundai where everything is like it's it's literally sing song like Oh, yeah. Me. Like Sonata, the Hyundai Elantra, the Hyundai Kona, yeah. like w- weird.
1: Yeah, I never noticed that before and I think maybe that's just because like the cars that I've driven have been a su- um a Toyota Corolla and a Toyota RAV4. Yeah. Um
0: I used yeah. to drive. My family's obsessed with Mazdas. We're we're a big Those are great family and
1: zoom 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 remember zoom, those comm- zoom.
0: no no yeah it's boom 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 wait no yeah zoom 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 make my heart go boom boom my supernova girl <laughs> protozoa man he was hot mm. in a weird way
1: i haven't thought about that in forever either
0: yeah well you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um but my family loves the zoom zoom there's always a mazda in the family and i drove Two different kinds of Mazda proteges, and Mm. my and but now Mazda names all of their cars, uh, after itself or numbers like the Mazda X, the Mazda 3, the Mazda 5. Right, I think it's because they're trying to market themselves a little bit more in the direction of like on the way to luxury, you know, how like luxury cars are just like. They, their number, their series, they don't actually right. like name the car.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's, those are my thoughts on cars.
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't really thought about a good car in a good while, so.
0: Well, we haven't needed to, but now you that's got true. wheels, babe.
1: We got wheels.
0: <laughs> well, congrats to Sean and Renee for their big adult purchase.
1: Yeah. So I think like, as we're recording this, they might be on their way back.
0: Oh, that's great well i hope they have a safe journey me too <laughs> all right awesome are we ready for the quiz ian brodsky
1: do do the thing claire
0: do the thing cue the music quiz time
1: yeah all right claire manship yes what are you obsessed with this week
0: I am obsessed with mandarin oranges.
1: Ooh! So
0: they have become little oranges, and clementines have become my favorite quarantine snack. And I buy bags of mini mandarins, and I eat them up like three at a time. And I just I love them so so much. They're delicious.
1: Oh man, those things can be addictive.
0: They really are. I mean, I, I it's 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 becoming a problem a little bit.
1: <laughs> I mean. I rediscovered orange juice recently, and, like, that was, a uh, yeah, that was a bit of an addiction. I mean, sorry, that's, like, that's a strong term, I know, but, like, um, they, it was definitely something that I was, like, craving again, like, constantly, was orange juice.
0: Well, I, I mean, it's not the strongest word when we're talking sugar addiction, and the amount of sugar content in a glass of orange juice is astronomical.
1: Yep, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, question number two.
0: Yeah.
1: As queen for a day, what would be your decree?
0: As queen for a day, I would decree that Jeff Bezos needs to use his personal fortune to solve the Flint water crisis.
1: Yes.
0: Jeff Bezos is about to become the world's first trillionaire, which is... wrong it's just the most hilarious thing i've ever heard like once you get to 999 million like we it should just stop you know what i mean right just stop i was just
1: you i was just thinking about a tweet i saw that like literally that the other day that was like let's just give you like a medal that says you won capitalism and move on
0: yes yes thank you for someone so rich why can't they pay their employees more? And for someone exactly. who believes that his company is so socially and economically and like, and, 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 um, uh, ecologically conscious, that's the word, ecologically conscious, why can't he use the tiniest amount of his fortune to save the planet? Like, exactly. I just, I, and, and not even save the planet. There are Americans without clean drinking water. This shit is insane.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Well.
0: Anyway, that would be my decree. I (laughs) I think
1: that's a very good decree.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I stand by it.
1: Excellent. Um, Question number three, a fun one. Um, What are you watching and listening to now?
0: Uh, I have been watching a lot of rom-coms. I've really been enjoying getting back into... Uh, Legally Blonde and Enchanted and what else did I watch basically all of the 2000s rom-coms that I love so much have been major comfort watches during quarantine that's Um, great yeah I've also been watching the Imagineering story on Disney plus I have been watching some new Pixar spark shorts that I love um yeah, really keeping up with, uh, you know, some comfort watches and particularly rom-coms. And then in the listening department, keeping up with my regular podcasts. I've really just been loving My Favorite Murder recently. It's really keeping me grounded during the quarantine. Um, and yeah, I need to
1: get into that.
0: Ian, it is so wonderful to hear Karen and Georgia talk about... Murder in a way that <laughs> I can't explain it. They do it better. But, you know, it, it seems it seems not to make sense to say that it's a comedy podcast about murder. But honestly, to be able to laugh at tragedy is a major strength um, that I... the show has. And they, you know, don't don't dance around the issues related to mental health that affect you know the murderino community and i just i really appreciate what they're doing uh that that really is singular to their show and their mission which is so great
1: well, good news i just subscribed
0: yay oh my gosh ian you have a lot of listening to do yeah a good way to lean into the murderino community is to listen to the mfm um minisodes because people send okay. in hometown murder stories wow yeah so that is really helpful Um, I've also been listening to the new, uh, track by Gaga and Ariana Rain On Me, which is the pride anthem we didn't know we needed, but we did.
1: That's what I keep hearing, so Uh, I'm happy for everyone.
0: It is so great. Uh, so Rain On Me, and then I have also been listening to um, some chill music. Nickel Creek, The Civil Wars, The Weebies, uh, just kind of keeping I things chill. I love Nickel Creek. I love Nickel Creek. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that love you're on them. the same page.
1: Oh man. Um, we A friend of mine from work, we happened to like mention that we both like that kind of Americana vibe, and so I recommended a band, and then he recommended Nickel Creek to me, and I was like, holy shit, this is great.
0: Yes, yeah, Nickel Creek is... I. What what I love about Nickel Creek is that it's it's uh, Christian music in a way that people don't realize it is, which is like... Right. Uh, it makes it accessible for all people in the way that I think um, more religious music should be available because it can speak to so many different people without forcing them to go to church. And See, it's
1: funny because... Oh, go on.
0: I, I, I just feel like... Uh, myself included, there are some genres of music that I feel aren't made for me until I hear a band like Nickel Creek and I realize that it is, it is for me.
1: It's so funny because like I thought of it the opposite way and that I was like, this is a great folk band that talks a lot about like God and I don't mind it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that too, right? Like I, I don't know that they identify as like a Christian group. They just have a lot of like um like 21st of may yes yeah 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 like my which favorite is like, song by theirs is doubting thomas which is like a right. direct from the bible story like
1: <laughs> right yeah
0: um oh, man. but i'm glad that it works for both of us
1: <laughs> right exactly
0: that is what matters
1: question um, number four and
0: i have been oh, doing please. a little bit of reading i did i just wanted to toss in a reading please um I have been doing a series on TikTok of TikTok Lives where I read a few chapters of Harry Potter on Friday nights, and it is hugely popular. That's and awesome. I wanted to invite uh, the listeners to join in because reading a classic really feels good during this time.
1: Are you going like in order or how are you doing it?
0: I am. So I uh, I, I read three to four chapters in a row in order so um tomorrow night is a friday and we will be reading chapters five through eight of harry potter and the sorcerer's stone
1: awesome oh man that's a great idea
0: yeah it's super fun and people are really into it we had 2300 people on the last live which was hell bananas.
1: yeah yeah absolutely bananas
0: yeah wild absolutely wild okay. so that is my question number three
1: Awesome uh, question number four. Who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating.
0: Uh, it was friend of the pod, Gerald Caesar. Oh
1: yeah, hey Gerald Caesar. Hey
0: Gerald Caesar. Gerald, I it has been with his family during the quarantine, and we just we miss him here in Harlem, and I cannot wait to hang out with him again.
1: Aw, yay!
0: Yay, love you, Gerald.
1: Awesome. Final question. Yes. Who? Who would you like to wish well this week?
0: I would like to wish well Roald Dahl. Uh, Roald Dahl Mm. is one of my favorite authors, if not my favorite author, up there with Hemingway. Um, And he wrote so many books that just... It brought me culture at a time when I didn't even know that I was absorbing culture. But like growing up in the 90s, reading... The Witches and The Magic Finger and, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the BFG and Matilda. Matilda, to this day, is my favorite book. And there's something about the way that Roald Dahl writes for children to help them become better adults that I really admire and I just find so accessible. And I'm so sad that he is no longer with us, but, uh, you know, he has... <laughs> Created quite the canon of amazing uh, literature, so uh, if you haven't read any Roll Doll recently, I would highly recommend it.
1: I kind of want to go back now, like because I haven't even visited Roll Doll since like elementary school. Like, I feel like I should go back.
0: Well, I have an extra copy of the BFG here. If you, I have really yeah. two copies of the BFG. If you want one,
1: <laughs> no kidding. I may take you up on that.
0: Yeah, I would also say another one that is. Um, good to jump back in with is james and the giant peach really good right
1: yeah right cool
0: um okay is it time for your quiz ian sure all right ian brodsky question number one what are you obsessed with this week
1: oh man this is so silly but i am obsessed with my new yorker tote bag that finally came in the mail
0: Ooh, i love that
1: if you follow me on twitter you probably have seen that i've gone through a bit of a saga trying to get this tote bag i subscribed to the new yorker at the beginning of the pandemic for like i think it was like 20 issues for like 20 dollars or something um and like on top and included in that was a new yorker tote bag um but the tote bag didn't get there and then like i sent a support request and um they finally sent me a new one and I used it for the first time over the weekend, and it's perfect. I absolutely love it. Um, It's great all-purpose. It has a great design. um, Big fan, so I'm obsessed with it.
0: Love that. You're not a New Yorker until you have a branded local business bag. (laughs) Yup. It's so true. You can tell so much about someone by the tote bag that they carry. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I feel like the New Yorker (laughs) is very much like, Doubling down on my brand, as I've said. Yes. Um, yeah, so I've been getting those issues and reading them, and yeah, the tote bag is excellent. Highly
0: recommend. Wonderful. Uh, Question number two. King for a day, what is your decree?
1: Man, I, I just want to, like, back up your decree because I think that is so perfect, especially now. So I think I will... I think I'll make mine a little broader and just say like billionaires shouldn't exist. And like every, every dollar over a billion has to go towards some sort of like cause, whether it's like the pandemic or like clean drinking water, um, reforming environmental issues, like, like supporting like women's rights groups. Like, yeah, you gotta give that money away. Or, like, invest it, like, in a small business or something. Like, and we need the receipts.
0: Yeah, so, I, I just can't believe that someone would want that much money. That amount of responsibility and people wanting to kill you is, like, just so stressful. And, like...
1: Uh I can't even imagine.
0: To have... Jeff Bezos having a trillion dollars like literally five six seven generations down the line could not spend that amount of money oh yeah it's it's exorbitant in a way that like I can't even wrap my head around how selfish you have to be to keep that amount of money and like, and, and pay your workers minimum wage it's insane right.
1: what are you gonna do with all that money you probably own at least two islands and like several private jets like what else what else do you need
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to me that normal people get divorced and literally lose everything because their partner takes so much from them just by splitting things fifty fifty, and Jeff oh, yeah. Bezos gets divorced and literally feels nothing,
1: like yeah, yeah,
0: literally nothing was unaffected in any way except that he's no longer married. Like, yep, that's insane. It's wow, bonkers. I am. Uh, wow. Well, good. I'm glad you're on the same page.
1: Yeah, this is uh this this is like an ally, an uh, an allyship episode on that.
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. Question number three: What are you watching slash listening to?
1: So, um, I got my girlfriend into Parks and Rec, so um, I've been watching rewatching a, a handful of that, um, which has been delightful in this time. Um, ben and Leslie uh, just got together, and Leslie is uh just hired Ben as her campaign manager amazing um see yeah so about midway through season four um nope 2012 nope 2012 Ugh. such a simple time (laughs) um so i've been watching that uh, i'm watching gilmore i'm uh i'm in i think i'm in the middle of season four right now Um, okay
0: so tell me tell me where you're at team dean team jess have you met logan yet
1: um, not in my watch of it, but I've seen Logan just through, like, watching other episodes with my girlfriend. Okay. Um.
0: So, how do you feel about Team Dean and Team Jess now? Oh, man.
1: I'm still conflicted. Like, I think I might be Team Jess. Okay. But there's so much that, like, Jess needs to work out before he's good enough for Rory, I think. Yes. At least where I am.
0: Now, Now, what do you think of Rory? I mean, is she... She's an asshole, right? Like she's not a good person.
1: I mean, like I think she means well. I think she has a lot going on. <laughs> but but I'm also kind of like figure it out, girl.
0: Yes. Like yeah, she, like con- like
1: get your shit together, Rory.
0: I just, like we're like, rooting for you. Yeah, she's just deeply selfish. Like everything. It's funny because like the Gilmore guys say regularly that like Lorelai thinks she's queen of the town and everyone treats her like that so Rory right. being princess of the town is like just you know it just all revolves around them
1: right I and like I definitely picked up on that on like the most like recent span of episodes I've been watching um yeah and like and especially because like not only do like because I'm a Kelly Bishop stan like there's so much of like me watching it has been like talk to your mother just talk to your mother <laughs>
0: open communication
1: she just she means well she has a hard way of showing it but she loves you and she's trying
0: yes yeah for sure okay so well, i, I have, appreciate the update
1: yeah and like i've been like i don't know like i think like what's so well written about it is that all those comp those ca- all those characters are so complicated that like i'm having trouble like purely rooting for anyone yes yeah
0: because they're all a little bit right and all a little bit wrong at all times exactly
1: exactly um but for listening um so glad you brought up nickel creek um i have this quarantine playlist that i've been going through that has some fiona apple some brian dunn um some upstate um i might have mentioned it a couple weeks ago but i'm still listening to it um listening to keeping up with um my crooked media podcasts that have been very good like um what a day which is like sort of a another one of your morning roundups but its hosts are uh two comedians that are or a comedian and a journalist that i'm big fans of akila hughes and gideon resnick um also keep it is a fun pop culture update podcast um that has had some amazing interviews lately with like Issa ray and um i forget her name from sex in the city um what character charlotte
0: oh uh Kristen davis
1: Yes. Um and has been um has been like a fun like chill listen lately. Um yeah. Love that. So yeah, like just like continuing like listening to like a lot of my same music that I've just been like really digging. Um yeah. We oh, and um oh, side note, side plug, I'm um, speaking of music. Um I've been listening a lot lately. These these uh podcasts come out on thursdays which is the day that um joe kroger a uh, friend of the show and my band's front woman uh is does live streams every thursday at six thirty. so i highly recommend tuning into them because her music is gorgeous and we just got t-shirts so check her out the t-shirts are great um yeah
0: exciting we love merch
1: we love merch yeah
0: we talked for years about getting merch for this show but it just never happened <laughs> It
1: just never happened.
0: And that's okay. Maybe maybe we'll have T shirts for the years going forward that no like no one else gets merch but you and me.
1: Exactly. Oh, I love it. I love exclusive merch.
0: <laughs> Limited edition two person merch. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Uh, okay, question number four. Who was the last person you texted?
1: It was my buddy Gabe.
0: Hey um, Gabe.
1: Yeah, we are coworkers, and we were both on a work meeting today that was a lot to handle. <laughs> so we were texting each other during that, more or less being like, what is going on? Um, but he's a good dude, and we're able to keep each other sane and laughing through all of it.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve to have a sweet friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He. Well, he's the one deserving of the sweet friend. <laughs> <laughs> if anything.
0: Anyone named Gabe deserves a sweet friend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and finally, one person living or dead whom you may or may not know that you're gonna wish well this week, Ian Brodsky.
1: Mm. Got to think on this for a second. Um, I am going to wish well Daniel Radcliffe, the Harry Potter man himself. <laughs> um, not only because like I'm such a big fan of his work and his talent, and like I'm dying to like work with him which is, like, super selfish, but I'm still just putting it out into the universe, just putting it out. You never know. But I, like, Harry Potter was on over uh, last weekend, and I never get tired of those movies, as I'm sure everybody knows. And, like, he's used his Harry Potter money to just, like, be unproblematic and, like, just do some new things and, like, be on Broadway and, like, do a funny little sitcom with Steve Buscemi as God. Like, (laughs) it's... Like, I just thoroughly enjoy, like, what he's done, and, um, yeah, so, shout out to Dan.
0: Shout out to Dan. I mean, in some ways, Harry Potter was the beginning of this show.
1: Yes! Yes, it was! Yeah,
0: when Freeform, rip ABC Family, when it used to be ABC Family, rip, 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 uh ian brodsky and i were reunited by live tweeting harry potter marathons together and uh that... for that oh, the so show is magical
1: yes oh, magical <laughs>
0: <laughs> ian brodsky where can people find you on social media
1: you can find me at ibrosky on twitter and instagram at ianjbrodsky.com and facebook.com slash brodsky ian what about you
0: claire clairemanship.com facebook.com slash julia clairemanship at womanship on twitter snapchat and tiktok and at clairemanship on ig
1: awesome the show is at this week's thing this week's thing at gmail.com uh at oh man i'm blanking
0: <laughs> at this week's thing is our handle everywhere yes. and hashtag this week's thing if you want to get in on the chitter chatter
1: please and thanks
0: on the twitter twatter on the tweeter box yes yes um and we are a Dapper Devil production so check out everything on the network like rate comment subscribe tell everyone you know
1: tell everyone all of our episodes are available for your ears
0: yes you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts yeah yeah all right until next week I'm Claire Manship
1: and I'm Ian Brodsky,
0: and that was the thing. And that, that was the thing week. that
1: happened this week.
0: What did I say? I said that was the thing that happened. This, this,
1: <laughs> this, 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 this remix. You
0: know, I'm keeping the remix. I'm keeping it in. That's what we're doing Good. this week. <laughs> All right, bye everyone. Bye y'all. was a Dappa Devil Productions, say.